It's time for Rama for today. I'll, I'll, I'll just I'll get up from here, you know. I'll just go make restitution. I'll just go. If I don't have the money, I'll just go tell them about it and, and offer to pay them. Well, I, when I was healed, I started that way. I got almost down there. And the Spirit of God said to me, just as plain, said, don't do it. Well, I said, Lord, the Bible teaches restoration. Yes, but said they don't know anything about it. It's all gone, forgotten about it. You just go on and forget about it. So I just walked right on by Woolworth, forgot about it. That day to this. Are you listening to me? Now, that would be an entirely different thing if I, as a Christian now, did something. If I stole $5 from David Horton, I'm going to have to make restitution about that. Amen. Are you listening to me now? That's one thing we need to learn, to be filled with the Spirit, praise God, to, to learn obedience, but to learn the voice of the Spirit. Learn when to speak and when not to. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on Rama for Today Radio. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. We are to, with the same fire, with the same enthusiasm, praise God with the same spirit, sing today, I'll go where you want me to go. You know, and I think a lot of people have sung that, and some still sing it all right, but with some reservations. Well, that'll keep you from maintaining a spirit-filled life. Yeah, I'll go where you want me to go, dear Lord, as long as it's not this place or that place, you know, as long as I can select where I'm going. But the Lord's to be the master. Amen. Amen. I'll say what you want me to say. I'll do what you want me to do, as long as it's not teach a Sunday school class or go to prayer meeting. Of course, I don't want to do that. Amen. I said, amen. amen. Now, you see, if I, if I wanted to, I could really get to meddling here. But it would all be true. Consecration. Those three things are the things that are going to keep us filled. Bold testimony, obedience, consecration. And consecration must be a continuous thing. If you are not overflowing, if you are not in victory, if you are do not have a submissive, broken, humble spirit, then you need a rededication and a reconsecration. Put everything on the altar of God. Are you listening? The fire of God will fall. Praise God just like it did in the beginning. In other words, make a fresh consecration. Be determined, praise God, to obey God. Be determined to do His will. And you'll be singing again in the Spirit. Praise God. Now, we, we mentioned bold testimony. I want to go over again. Then obedience. Now learn sometimes that God will tell you to keep quiet under certain circumstances. Just keep your mouth shut. That's harder sometimes than it is to speak. Because in some places... Under some circumstances, to boldly testify would be just like the Bible talks about casting your pearls before swine. 
be sensitive on the inside to the Holy Ghost. Are you listening to me? Be sensitive. Learn to listen to him. He'll never mislead you. And that's one thing we need to learn in the Spirit-filled life is that not only are we filled by the Spirit-filled, but thank God, Spirit-led. Now, there are times that certain we need to realize this, that certain things are right. And under circumstances, the same thing can be wrong. Now, the Bible teaches uh, uh, restitution, and yet sometimes restitution has been overly emphasized. There's some things you couldn't possibly make restitution for. There's no way for you to try to do it. Now, as Christians, that's a different thing for the simple reason that it's the one thing where you missed it. I mean, I mean, if you missed it where you owe everybody restitution, I don't know about you. But there's a lot of things you couldn't possibly make restitution for. Impossible. And as a sinner, things that happened to us in times past, just thank God that it's all under the blood. Glory to God and go on with Jesus. Are you listening to me? Well, now, because of things I'd heard and all, when I got born again on the bed of sickness, I remember I said to the Lord, you see, I was physically handicapped as a youngster and couldn't run and play. Now, I did very limitedly, you understand, but I mean like others. I couldn't excel when it come to running and so on and so forth and, and playing or playing ball or something, you know. And, of course, there's a certain amount of human ego about all of us, you know. You want to do something that the other boys couldn't do, you know. And so I had a talent or two. I don't know where I got them, but they just went along with my physical makeup, I guess, that others didn't have. There's two things I could do. I could always tame any kind of a wild animal, or I could open any lock. <laughs> and I had some experience in both areas. And then I could, I could uh, through sleight of hand, could pick up things and folks are watching me. And sometimes there's three or four boys stationed around F.W. Woolworth stores on the west side of the square there in McKinney. And then the clerks are watching and several of the boys are watching and I'd go into the store and come out, you know. And uh, they'd say, well, you didn't get anything this time because we was all watching. And I'd start pulling out of my pocket. Picked up a pair of socks here, some other little trinket there, and had both pockets nearly full or something. Well, now, we watched you. How'd you do that? Well, I just did. Clerks was watching me, too. Well, I said to the Lord now, because, see, the boys knew it, but Bullworth didn't know that. Well, I'll go offer to pay for that. wouldn't amount to... 50 cents or a dollar, all of it over a period of a long time because five and ten cent stuff, you know. I'll, I'll, I'll just, I'll get up from here, you know, I'll just go make restitution. I'll just go, if I don't have the money, I'll just go tell them about it and, and offer to pay them. Well, I, when I was healed, I started that way. I got almost down there and the Spirit of God said to me, just as plain, said, don't do it. Well, I said, Lord, the Bible teaches restoration. Yes, but said, they don't know anything about it. It's all gone, forgotten about it. You just go on and forget about it. So I just walked right on by Woolworth and forgot about it. That day to this. Are you listening to me? Now, that would be an entirely different thing if I, as a Christian now, did something. If I stole $5 from David Horton, I'm going to have to make restitution about that. 
Amen. Are you listening to me now? That's one thing we need to learn to be filled with the Spirit, praise God, to, to learn obedience, but to learn the voice of the Spirit. Learn when to speak and when not to. He'll lead us as many as are led. Oh, glory to God. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Now, in conclusion, I want you to notice something here. Paul said to this church at Ephesus, which would apply to the church at Tulsa, to you or me, Christians everywhere, be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourselves. Now this is something right now he's talking about, speaking to yourselves. In psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart. Now this is something that happens on the inside of you. And right now he's talking about your own private devotions. But it'll show up on the outside. Paul said, writing to the church at Corinth, in 1 Corinthians, the 14th chapter, the 26th verse, how is it then, brethren, when you come together, Talking about the believers in a believers meeting now. Ever one of you, notice this now, ever one of you hath a psalm. Now where'd they get that psalm? Well, they got it back there while he's praying, praise God. Are you listening? See, you got to realize we thank God for song books and so on. They didn't have all the printing that we do and so on today. They didn't have song books. These psalms and hymns and spiritual songs he's talking about are something that's given by the inspiration of the Holy Ghost at the moment. Now, psalm, of course, you know, we've got 150 of them there in the Old Testament. A psalm is a spiritual poem or an ode. It can be sung or chanted or just recited. But, of course, the spiritual song and the hymn would be sung. You go back and read many of those psalms they bless us all right. But many of those psalms that were given to David, read about when they were given to him. He spoke them out by the inspiration of the Holy Ghost. Read about the trial he is going through at the time, what was happening, and you'll find that it was given to him for his own individual benefit. They bless us because we have a whole lot of the same kind of experience that he had and others. But at the moment, by the inspiration of the Holy Ghost, it was given to David for his own personal blessing and benefit. Here's something I think that the Pentecostal movement missed. They got filled with the Holy Ghost and spoke with tongues and stopped at the door. And the charismatic movement, to a great extent, has missed. But this is something that ought to be going on in the lives of every individual spirit-filled Christian speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Singing hallelujah. Maintaining a melody, speaking unto the Lord. Now I've noticed this in my own life. I speak with psalms quite frequently. Just go down the road in my car speaking in psalms. 
lying on my bed in the nighttime speaking in songs. Sometimes in services when it's just right, because over in Colossians he talks about teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. But I've noticed this in my own personal life when the, the heat is turned on. You know what I mean? The enemy's attacking. And you're under a great amount of pressure. I have more of those psalms. The Holy Ghost, you see, is coming speaking out of my own heart. Hallelujah. And there have been nights that I just simply spoke all night long in psalms. Went to sleep speaking in psalm. Woke up speaking in psalm. Other time did very little sleeping. Just spoke in psalm one after another. Hallelujah. It just simply does something for you. Lifts you up above the clouds. Are you listening to me? Lifts you up above that. So maintain that. Somebody said, I've never done that. Well, keep on praying in other tongues. Bless God until you do. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. You can find everything out about us at rhema.org. That's right. You can read the Word of Faith magazine, daily devotion, articles. There's watching on demand. It shows you all the apps that we have that you can get on your device. It shows you what we have live stream going on. And you can listen to our podcast, our radio That's broadcast. Right. Just go to rhema.org and you can find out all you about us. You can find us. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his message. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.